No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspy, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available, and spots are extremely limited, so visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongssummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. Tim Whedon, I'm the host of the Daddy Unscripted podcast. 
no, it's not just me talking with dads about being dads, and it's not just for dads, that's for sure. What it is is a varied spectrum of inspiring stories and emotional tales from a wide range of guests that come from the world of sports, of music, and even the guy that lives down the street from you. Not that guy, but the other guy. Yeah, that one. I can pretty much guarantee you're going to get something out of every episode. So come check out the Daddy Unscripted podcast. I mean, you have a great cut right now. I mean, did you just go get lined up, Alex? Yeah, you're looking on point. Oh, wow. Yeah, it looks good. You're like one of probably yes, 4,000 people in the whole country that has a nice <laughs> haircut. Good haircut. Right yeah, I've been, uh, I've been lucky. I haven't had to go without for, for the, uh, the entire time. Right on. So how you doing, brother? It's good to see your face, man. I know. Dude, it's good to see y'all. Um, how, are, how are things in your neck of the woods? You start, Mel. Um, they're weird and trippy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just get, like getting over surgery. This is like day five, I think, and so I'm still kind of like in and out of like a weird pain, you know, pill, pain pill, and then coming back to reality. And if, oh yeah, my arm doesn't work. I can't do a million things. So I'm kind of wrapped up in my my healing process right now. Literally wrapped yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, she's very limited. She can only do half a million things. Right yeah. Now. yeah. <laughs> um, for me. I, I, I don't know, man. I, I'm adjusting to this life that we've been yeah. been dealt. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, we talked with um, <clears throat> Mark Levy from Circles yesterday, and he had a really different outlook on all this, and it kind of made me stop bitching to myself. And yeah. Just be grateful for what I do have and, and the people that I'm with and that we have a beautiful house and we're safe and nobody here is sick and, you know, mm-hmm. that. So what about you, Apple? I'm great. Mom and dad are home every day and I get fed all the time and they take me on walks. And, oh, wait. Oh, wait. That's Darwin. Oh. No, I'm doing I did the same thing up and down. Most days I'm fine because I'm still working and going out every day. But then someday, you know, where, and it's like, this isn't affecting me. But then there's days where it, uh, where it's just like, fuck, I'm really feeling this. People are weird today and going to the grocery store was freaky. And the, yeah, it's, it's it's very strange. It's, um, I've, I've been lucky enough that, um, I've spent the majority of the time I worked, um, a little bit in the, in the early first couple of weeks and I was kind of working just like half days, but, um, I've got friends who, um, who are either not working, um, or, um, or working from home. So I've been able to be way more social, um, just, you know, between the two or three friends that I've seen during this time, just being able to hang out and, um, for a good bit of, uh, of the time, me and a, a friend of mine have spent a lot of time at the golf course since mm. they've, they've all still been o- open. So I certainly have nothing to complain about. I've, yeah. um, I'm, I'm counting my blessings. Well, that's Come a good, on. that's a good place to get out to too, is a golf course. I mean, cause you get a walk and hang out. It takes a while that, and you're, you're socially the, distanced on yeah, purpose. Yeah. Like that's been a thing. Yeah. I usually socially distance into like the other fairway. I'm usually, 
pretty far off of where I, where I need to be. But yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> it's crazy um, how how nice the weather has been during this time. It's uh, it stinks because there's so many different outdoor festivals and stuff like that that we've missed out on. But at least um, you know being home and getting outside when you can at least it's i mean it's just been gorgeous down here i don't know uh, if it's been as nice for y'all but it's been i mean low 70s and sunny almost every day for everybody out there that doesn't know why don't you introduce yourself and tell them where you're at so they know oh yes so my name is alex i uh i run uh i run my my account on instagram is at nola dead um i'm yeah i'm south louisiana so i uh i i'm happy about the weather because normally it's so dang hot but uh <laughs> but yeah i um I've, i make t-shirts and designs and stuff like that i've been doing it for about two and a half years now and um yeah i was thinking about it the other day it's it's crazy it's already been two years since the first time i came on the, the show know, with you guys wow. yeah. dude time is so weird and plastic like a day can seem like forever and then you think about something like that and it was two years ago, man. Like, mm-hmm. I think about that stuff. I'm like, how, how did that even happen? Like, we were listening back to a J-Rad show from last year at the Cuthbert, which is in, in Eugene. And there's this, like, amazing jam going on. And, and I was like, wow, this is awesome. Apple's like, yeah, we were there. And I'm like, we were at this show? <laughs> He's like, yeah. I'm like, far out. Cool. I'm glad we were there. But Not that I remembered. I just knew what show I put on. <laughs> All right, cool. But it's it's very strange the way that time is right now, especially. Like, mm-hmm. That's one of the things that I've been seeing people um, comment about the most, other than everything that's going on, is like losing track of what day it is and, mm-hmm. and the days of the week and the months and all that. Yeah, I was I was telling a friend um, the other day. I'm like, I can't believe like we've been doing this for what is it like six or eight weeks now? Eight I'm weeks. like, it's just it. It. I was telling him, I'm like, as abnormal as this is, after so much time, it almost feels like a new normal in a way of like the, the way that we've been living the last couple of weeks. I've you know I've kind of gotten used to it, which is is just strange, so strange. So what what's your take, man? Like on. Um on live music and how it is going to come back or if it's going to come back, what's your thought on that? I would think that um, we will probably see a continuation of what we've seen. It's just people being super, super cautious. I mean, with the, especially early on, there were so many unknowns and, and it's one of those deals of like, um, you don't want to take a chance with putting people at risk and things like that. Um, I think that we'll probably, um, make some progress. I think that there's a lot of data coming out as far as like, um, you know, the type of groups that are most affected by the, by the, you know, by coronavirus and, um, you know, what we need to do to protect those people. But, um, I'm, I'm hopeful that we have live music by the end of the year. I mean, the thought that you would go the last, you know, you know, nine or so months of the year without seeing any live music is is just a tough, tough idea. So to me, the way my mind works, I can't even think of that as a, as a possibility. Cause it's just, it would be just too upsetting of a thought. But um, I, I think that um, I think we've made progress. Hopefully maybe, you know, summer uh, they're saying that the warmer weather is helping things out. So maybe that'll help us. Um, you know, maybe we can get some sort of a cure or a vaccine or something like that. I'm, I'm hopeful it's between live music and um, live sports, like football season coming up. That's so big down here. Mm-hmm. I just can't even 
I can't even think of it any other way as, as at least somewhat normal because uh, not having something like that to look forward to is just uh, would be pretty crushing. Yeah. I mean, what kind I of was, restrictions are on your city right now or where you're at? So we're coming out of it at the moment. Um, obviously, New Orleans was a pretty big epicenter. I, I'm, I'm the kind of the leading wisdom was because of Mardi Gras. Just, I mean, you've got a couple million people coming into the city from all over the place. Yeah. Um, and then uh, so things are getting better. We had initially I think the initial stay at home was kind of the same as everywhere else. I mean, we were through like April 13th and then it was pretty obvious that that was going to get extended. So we went through April 30th. And then when 30th came up, they're like, well, let's do two more weeks. So um, I think, yeah, this past Friday, uh, two days ago, was the first day of our phase one of like reopening. Okay. So um, I'm, I'm, ans- I'm anxious about it. I, uh, we're actually, when, I'm, when we're done here, I'm going out to a, to a restaurant. I'm going to sit outside and have some char-grilled oysters. So I'm, wow, um, I'm pumped that the restaurants are opening back up finally. <laughs> that was what I was going to ask, but you already, you, you just answered it. Yeah. Like, we've been what asking like, do? what's your, what's the first thing you're going to do when this, when things start opening up and there oh, it yeah, is. we've, um, so there's a, a place out here that we love that they have just fantastic char-grilled oysters. I mean, they're like, they're grilled with, um, you know, butter and garlic, uh, cheese, bacon, oh and there's God. like jalapenos. I mean, they're just, fantastic but we've been um the one good thing about uh about all this you know food wise is that it didn't affect uh crawfish season at all so we've been boiling crawfish like what seems like (laughs) once a week just having so much crawfish which has been nice i we have to come visit you guys sometime man because first of all i've i've never eaten a crawfish i'm not even sure what it is (laughs) i've never had a crawfish i don't even is is it like a little miniature lobster yeah it's just a small lobster but uh yeah we'll um yeah, you mix them into uh, to the boil with, um, I mean, like a couple pounds of seasoning. I put uh, lemons, uh, bay leaves, onions, like all kinds of stuff in the boil. I mean, it um, they're they're pretty spicy if you do them right. And I think, uh, yeah, they're kind of a off putting looking little creature, but uh, if you if you know how to peel them and, and get to the uh, to the good stuff, they're they're fantastic. There's nothing like it. All right, I'll try it. I, it sounds I, like a fun thing. It does to sound eat. fun. Totally. They're good. I mean, they have them everywhere. We have them up here. People I, go just Stephen. Do you know me? I'm weird. And- you don't. He doesn't like. He, he he's considered like the insects, aliens of the ocean and the waters, and he seafood yeah especially oh yeah they're, they're definitely strange looking little little things for sure <laughs> they're so delicious it's a, it's funny we were talking this is cool too because now we've completed the trilogy because we talked to buzz we talked to nate now we're talking to you nate was saying down there he's all people in the south man you can't stop them from doing stuff you know you tell us to do stuff he said that the mm-hmm. fishermen have just haven't stopped that you know people going out fishing all the time and you know you're not going to stop that yeah, we were uh, we were joking in our um, we have a, a group chat with a with like five of us, um, Buzz and Nader in there, and um, um, after the two of them went on, um, I was like, dang, I mean, like the No Simple Road podcast the last couple of weeks has turned into like our our group of uh, show fans <laughs> every week, dude. It's, but, uh, it's yeah, so weird. Nate was uh, Nate was Nate was dead on whenever he was describing kind of the the consensus, the feeling as far as you know around here is just like we want to be safe and 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 do what we're supposed to but at the same time like we're just the type of people that you know we kind of like to do what we like to do and and as long as we can do that without you know hurting other people then we're just you know the, the um 
south and south louisiana the, the the culture is just you know as long as you're uh not hurting somebody else you know you kind of do what you do yeah yeah, yeah. you gotta keep living yeah Shit. It, mm-hmm. so we met i think through instagram too right that's how yeah. you, you and i started mm-hmm. talking and our common ground obviously was the grateful dead and dead and company and everything that was going on and it was strange when all this started, Bobby was still out there on the road doing mm-hmm. like one of the last ones to mm-hmm. call it. And I didn't, honestly, I didn't think that dead and company was going to cancel their tour. When all this first started, I was like, Oh, pff, by the end of summer, all live music will be back. We'll be in Northwestern summer. No problem. Like it, it'll mm-hmm. all be fine. And then stuff started canceling. And I was like, Oh, Okay. This looks like it might go a little longer than I thought. And then Dead and Company canceled. And then Fish canceled. And I know, I mean, we've talked about it, how how I felt about it. But I'm just curious, from your perspective, what do you think about all that? About Dead and Company canceling and how did it, it affect um, you? Uh, yeah, I know. I, I thought I, I was in the same line of thinking that you that you just described. I was like, there's no way that they're going to, there's no way there's, we're not going to have summer dead tour. Like there's just no way. And, um, I, I was, I, I was just at that point hopeful that we could get it all past us, get it under control. But, um, no, them making that announcement by the time they made the announcement, it was kind of, a, I think a kind of a foregone deal. So I'd had some time to at least, you know, get into a headspace where you could hear that and not be just completely down. But it was honestly pretty, um, it was pretty devastating, man. I, it just made me think about last summer um, and all the, the, the shows I went to last summer and, um, you know, different cities I got to travel to. And it's just not having that couple weeks of being able to just hit the road with your friends and hang out a lot and go to shows and just the, the experience, the, the, um, the uh, going around and following the band and being with people that you, that you, either know or don't know, but finding family and just that, that, that it's to me, such as an essentially um, American, like that's like American life kind of thing of just yeah. like, you're out on the open road, you're, you know, hearing great live music, you're meeting people, you're experiencing community and you're getting to see great cities and, and, you know, different things like that. It's just missing out on that really, really stinks. But um, I think that, it'll set us up nicely once the, uh, once the sting wears off for, um, a pretty legendary 2021. I oh think that it's God. going to be pretty insane next summer. Dude. I, we've been saying that, like, I can't even imagine right now the feeling of walking onto a lot, like, and seeing everybody that, mm-hmm. that buzz that's happening when you walk on and the feeling <laughs> of the smell of it, the, you can't reproduce that particular smell any other way than having that happen. And then not to mention the feeling of the music is going to be so incredible and, and much needed. And we're all going to be so much more 
plugged into it because it's been gone. Yeah, everybody's going to be fueled up. I was thinking that the other day. I call the people like, like there's always a lot of people who are newer to it that aren't moving as much and still worried about people are looking at me. I can just see the entire play 100%. Like, just <laughs> fuck it. Woo. Just going crazy. I'd like to see somebody call that for a song. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Let's oh call. Oh, my God. <laughs> what are we going to do? Hmm. Because what do you what do you come out of a two year layoff? With? Like what right? opener? A very low, a very slow like, tempo. Oh, I think oh, you got yeah. it. Let's okay. Let, let's pick. Um, I say Saint Stevens would be amazing. I got like super tempo. Bam. No, no, you can't. You can't start the party at the top. Sure. You got to not? One more Saturday night. No, you got to no. I'd love to see them come out like that. That would be so rad. On a fucking Sunday. Oh. I say dancing in the streets. That that would be a good one. Like that's almost too right. I think we're going to get a um a music never stopped. Oh. Okay, good call. Okay. That that did it. I I've been I've been thinking about this. I I had time to prep that answer. So Alex, I wanted to ask you cuz you said that you have been doing the t-shirts for about two and a half years. And then so it's been 2 years since you talked to us. So that's like we're almost at the beginning of your that journey for you like mm-hmm. how take us on that journey like from the beginning and then like to right before this happened like where like what were you up to what was going on with it yeah so i mean uh i had i, I think we had discussed last time i kind of got into it um I, I had been doing t-shirts previously for probably about a year and a half just some some small like local designs that i did louisiana based stuff um so i already had experience designing and getting things printed so when they were going to have that New Orleans show initially in December of 17, I'd made a lot shirt. And um, obviously we all know what happened with the appendix mm-hmm. tour and everything like that, but it kind of snowballed. And I would say that um, uh, since we last spoke um, two years ago, I mean, things are just uh, for me, night and day, at least. Uh, I mean, I was, I was um, things had picked up for me. Um, I was doing well. I think um, summer of 18, I went to um, I went to Atlanta and Boulder, sold shirts there, did pretty good, um, and just had you know had a good year. And then um, last year, um, I did the uh, I did the it was the first time I'd done the collection where I, I joined the uh, Masters Golf Tournament with the Dancing Bear, and that um, that collection just really really took off. And I think that was a big a big bump for me there going into um, last summer, and then. Um, last summer I hit the road and just everywhere I went sold out, you know, everything just, wow. it was, and, and so how and much do would, you get made? Like, you know, you say you sold out, but like a five, 25 t-shirts, a hundred t-shirts, like 300 t-shirts. Like- um, last summer between, let's see, I went to Chicago for a weekend and then I did the last, I did the last, what is it? Seven shows, Charlotte, Atlanta, Dallas, and Boulder. Holy shit. And I think for the whole summer, hey. I, I think I had brought something like, it was about 300 shirts or so oh, yeah. over the course of, of those nine shirt, yeah. uh, nine shows. Um, and, um, I mean, just going through them like crazy quick. Like I think in Atlanta, Atlanta, um, that Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, that kind of little area right there, I've got a pretty big following that I've, I've kind of noticed it's a big spot for me. So I even brought extra stuff to Atlanta and I went through, I went through something like 80 or 90 shirts in about an hour and a half. Whoa. It was just, 
it, it, it was insane nonstop. Um, I hadn't, I mean, even like people coming up and asking to, to like take pictures with me. And I'm like, you deserve it. Man. I love when we all say that about ourselves. I'm just dot, dot, no. dot, because to somebody else, you never know what you just are. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Somebody could have mm. just, I don't know, for some reason, just fell in love with that shirt. Cause it was so cool and it was so dope or they love that color. So it's just funny. Like, Oh, I'm just, no, I think that we're huge giants, all of us under wraps. Well, and people in this community, people love their merch. They love it. It's a thing. Huh, Apple? Okay. (laughs) Anyway, but yeah, people love it. And especially when merchandise speaks to your experience. And I think that's the, the thing that, resonates with people i know it does with me like if it's tailored yeah if, like it's tailored like like that's what i was gonna say to I me mean, you make dope sure those autzen the green autzen shirts that you'd sent to us we're so we could still be selling those right now like if we had a stack of them everybody yeah. up here in oregon would want one i see so many people where they don't some people don't even know who the dead is but the colors the way you brought it together and the oregon ducks thing and all that that's an amazing design. Yeah, you and, know, and yeah, I appreciate that. But like this, like this is—I don't remember even who gave this to me. One of our friends gave this to me, and um, it reminds me the way I, I think about stuff like this is it reminds me of the feeling of being at a show, and if you can create that for somebody, it's not a little thing. It's not just a T-shirt. It's a reminder of the experience it's like a, and a wearable it, yeah. memory it's a portal yeah, yeah, yeah. it's keeping you yeah. connected to that that's yeah that's why i love merch so much to look and see posters and uh yeah. <laughs> i just blank it's a tapestry banner. tapestries i just looked at it like a flag thing on the wall but, you know i just like <laughs> it just takes you back even for that second walking through your house and seeing it for a second boom that spark goes yeah. off like high sierra music festival i remember that it's just I love merch. That's awesome. So you think it was just me, like you, like showing face in the lots that really helped boost it, or was it the internet, or was it both for you? It's um, it, it's definitely. I think it's a lot about the power of Instagram. I think um, yeah. it's it's a it's the type of platform that's I think out of any of the major social medias, I think it's the most welcoming, and I think it's the most overall positive because it's just um, you know, it boils down to like photos of. Of people's lives and yeah. it's, um, you know it's a good way to just sh- to, sh- to share and to um to interact with people you don't have like you know your crazy uncle on uh on instagram sharing articles from some crazy news site like you do on facebook right. and then you don't have like you know all the problems that that i think twitter has it's, i think i think it's the power of instagram uh, but i think ultimately for me it's that it's instagram the platform the people are on it but it, it's uh, combined with the music i mean Mm. uh there's just no scene like the scene that that uh, that the dead have and um i think a lot of it has to do with i know at least from from my perspective as somebody who was brought into the music through mayor is like there's so many people my age and and um that I, that had just never been in, um uh, exposed to the to the dead's music before he joined the band before Jay, uh, john joined the band and i think that there's um I think there's a lot of young people who um, 
who really want to sink their teeth into it and really get into uh, the scene as much as they can. And um, I would think that that's probably a big reason why I've been, you know, successful like I have been because I um, I designed shirts that like this is what I would want to wear to the show. Like this is what mm-hmm. if I was going to go to the official merch booth. Like this is what I would want to find in there, yes. you know, for this one specific show. Then so you I don't think mind it's... spending 40 or 50 bucks. You don't even care. You're just oh, yeah. like, I want that. Mm-hmm. I just um, and that was so I, I think that my success is just a lot of right place, right time, um, having a couple good ideas and yeah. just and just getting lucky. Uh, that's I think it really comes down to that. Well, th- good intentions. Yeah, yeah. Good, that's what I was. Thank you. Luck. Uncle. Yeah. Luck it, and good the intentions. heart really does shine through in in art. I mean, you, you can't mm-hmm. you. It's hard to fake the funk with deadheads we're going to know if it's coming from and you a see place. it yeah you can see it there. it's mm-hmm. there's some out there that are it's like that's cute buddy nice try but <clears throat> i i think it really speaks to the the community like you said and the way that we appreciate stuff that comes from the heart and rally around it and you know it you and I talked a while back and you like actually took some shit from people for being a deadhead that came to the dead through mayor. Like you. Took I mean, shit yeah, yeah. I think, I think that there's, um, and I would say that it's really hasn't been a whole lot, honestly. Um, you, you 99.9% of deadheads are just going to be the, the nicest, most welcoming people. All they, you know, those kind of people, all they care about is, um, people, getting brought into the music and, and the, then the scene being healthy. And um, I think that there's a, a consensus among amongst, you know, the vast majority of like older heads, particularly that they want young people mm-hmm. coming from wherever just to keep the thing going. And, um, but yeah, I mean, you, it's just like in any, in anything that you, you know, any community, any uh, place, um, uh, any sort of Avenue that you can interact with people, there's going to be people who will, um, will, will give you, you know, crap for the way that you found the music. And it's just like, I, I had somebody say something about that. Like a couple, a couple weeks ago, a commented about um, me being a, a mayor fan. I'm just like, I'm like, man, I'm like, it, it doesn't really matter how you find it. It's like, well, not all of us are, are, you know, lucky enough to have found the music at a young age and grown up with it, or maybe had, you know, parents or people who, who were in the music first. It's like, but you know, it's all about, you know, once it finds you, you know, grab a hold of the, uh, uh, grab a hold of it and take the ride because, um, you know, it's, you're just, uh, you're lucky enough if the music can find you to begin with, you know? <laughs> so, dude. but no, I would say, um, it's just so few and far between in, in the last two and a half years. I mean, I could probably count on one hand the amount of people who have genuinely been rude to me and, Good. um, and those people are the type of people that you never, come across it at shows anyway so yeah <laughs> well it just doesn't make sense to me man like i it's been 30 something years and i i remember like going on tour and seeing the scene not healthy like you said and things getting dark and weird and why wouldn't we want young blood coming into the scene mm-hmm. so so from that other perspective, like it's just going to peter out and die. There'll be a bunch of old heads at dead and company shows. Nobody else is allowed to come. That's ours. And yeah. And, and what a fucking boring show that's going to be. 
you know, but God, man, I just, I want everybody to hear it the way I hear Mm -hmm. it or however they hear it. Like I want that magic to touch everybody. I, I can't imagine feeling like that. Like, well, you, Mm -hmm. you like mayor, like whatever, man. So what? And I mean, nobody's saying, well, you, you like the Allman brothers and you, you're, you're listening to dead and company because of O'Teal. Like, yeah, come on, cares as long as you're listening. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you're listening and having a good time. And, you know, I think that there's probably, I guess from the other side of it is people who are older and, and cautious of, of the young blood coming in. I think that there's probably a lot of people who are still very scarred from or, or worried about what we saw happen in the, in the late eighties where the shows became just somewhere where people wanted to show up and party. And, you know, you have shows getting canceled because they're crashing the gates and, you know, I, that's something that like, obviously I wasn't around for, but I've, um, the, the um, Long Strange Trip doc on Amazon, I've probably watched five times. And it's just, that's probably the one of the lower points because the band got super successful when went kind of mainstream. But then, right. you know, you just had all these these um, these kids come in. Um, sorry if I cut out there. That's but cool. uh, the, all these, you know, kids and whoever coming in trying to just party and, and crash the scene where it's like, you know, I think that the older heads are, are probably some of them are worried about that happening again of just this becoming just a party, like just like a, you know, like any other concert. But um, I guess I, 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 get, I, I that, understand. Uh, I, I get where you're coming from. And, and I just good, I, good, clean fun. Yeah. But I think dead and company is a different, it's a different animal. The dead dead and company is not the grateful dead. It's, it's mm-hmm. not, it's dead and company. And the, scene that's around it is not that crazy late 80s nutball dark energy scene yeah but there's a lot of there's a lot of i don't know if it's younger maybe because i'm older a lot of young kids are doing a lot of heavier drugs like pills and all kinds of stuff that's always been around but it's a lot more accessible like it's just normal for young kids to like know what, you know, like Percocets are. Well, yeah. And they're messing you with know? chemicals that didn't exist. Yeah. So like I, I just think caution things. is always a good thing to have, but not caution to the degree where you mess with somebody's, you know, safety groove. third. Safety third. I'm not going to support safety third. <laughs> to third me, right it's now, like, here. it's like everything. There's always going to be a few like bad apples that uh, screw shit up and everything. It's just like, like Yelp. Yelp's a wonderful app, but Yelp reviewers usually suck because they're like <laughs> fucking critics about everything. You know, it's, it's like, there's always going to be somebody and it's usually a very small percentage. And sometimes yeah. they get too much of the spotlight is what happens. I, I, I love what he said about Instagram and the, and the, jam band grateful dead community on on instagram it really like a huge portion of the success of no simple road is owed to that thing yeah just yeah. that by itself like without that we wouldn't be doing half the shit that we've done and uh it really is cool to see that when you take the lot off the lot and you move it online that that spirit of kindness and open-heartedness prevails it's not mm-hmm. the you know it, like you said there's bad apples everywhere but it does prevail and it, it yeah. goes to show the heart of the scene and the people that are in it and man alex i have a question ain't for nothing you. like that maybe you yeah. have no idea but i was talking to aaron the other day and i was like 
what about all the people who oh, yeah. are on tour who jump from like one tour to another you know mm-hmm. widespread dead and company fish and w- like where do they go yeah i i thought about that the other day of like there's so many people um i guess there's kind of two different kinds of people that you see on the lot there's you know people um you know from instagram that like you know do things the way i do where we kind of we're mostly yeah, kind of show up and yeah you know, mostly online and we kind of we you know we go to the shows obviously but then there's so many people that you see in the lot when you go to, to these shows that you come across that are just like, like their they whole live on the road, are, right? are, are just getting in the van and following music. Uh, I thought about this today. I'm like, there's probably so many people um, who do that kind of stuff that are just uh, probably lost or, or, you know, hurting or everything like that. But um, just another, another thing to be thankful for on my end of just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't even imagine, um, you know, those people are probably, yeah. And like, like, how do you, who, like, how do you hear about them? Like where, where's the news for, for you know, yeah. Where's the news about that? And where, like, where are all they lined up? Are are they in one spot? Like, it's just such a, cause it's a huge community. Like if you were enough to fill stadiums, you know, not clearly not every single person attending a stadium show is on. uh, Well, I'm trying not to be disrespectful, like, but like are choosing to be on the road. But where the heck are they? That's what I'm saying. It's just like a, it just plopped in my head. And it's such a weird thing to like think of where an entire population of people can kind of disappear into and not be heard from. I, I was thinking when you said that the other day after we talked, I was telling Mel like, what is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. A lot of them are probably doing trim jobs because it grows. Yeah. Legal cannabis is a thing now. When in, in 95, when Jerry passed, that was the very, like, I remember that day, like when Kennedy got shot. And like, I remember my friend Mike coming to my apartment and I opened the door and he was like, dude, Jerry's gone. And the first thing that came to my mind was what's going to happen to all the people on tour? Like mm-hmm. they're, where are they going to go? And, and his thing was like, well, they're all going to go see, they're all going to go to fish tour. And, uh, but that's not there. And so I think a lot of those people are used to living a nomadic lifestyle and have connections all over the place. And mm-hmm. a good portion of them, some of our yeah. followers. So yeah, you see they, they're like at their friend's ranch in Wyoming or something, or, you know, <clears throat> up in the hills kind of, and the they, rainbow they got family places to and, go. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of places to go out in the wilderness and <laughs> away from the cities. I I don't know, man. I just can't wait to have I it. I don't want a definitive back. answer. It was just a well. <laughs> Alex is the one. He's, he's, he's actually got <laughs> a support. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, you put him on point. We're we're just helping. Oh. <laughs> they all call you like, all right, Alex. Where do we go now? <laughs> I wish I wish I could organize something like that, but I feel like that's a that's the kind of uh, the group of people that they're very um, disconnected from mainstream society. There's mm-hmm. you know a lot of people that they communicate by rolling into the next town and 
sitting them next to each other yeah. and talking, you know, they don't smoke, signals. they don't hang out on Instagram or Reddit or whatever. So, so yeah, what that, you're no, saying is there's no cause for concern. <laughs> Granny's worried about yeah, the kids. They, there's probably, there's probably a fair number of them that like, uh, like Aaron was saying that are very nomadic. They might just be hanging out in the woods and not True. really know what's going on. So I, you know yeah, what? but yeah. it's definitely shout out to all those, uh, tour kids. Something I, I think about and I, I yeah, I, um, I got I'm kind of worried about it a little bit, but um, I just um, hopefully everybody works it works their way through it the best yeah. they can, and, and we can all get back together next summer. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's are a you, good goal. Jake, Jake told me last night. I don't know if anybody has, and, and Brent was like, "What?" He said that they announced Lockin. That Lockin is announced. It's in October, but they just have not announced the lineup again yet. I was like, "What?" And I forgot to check it like last night. That's but. that's. Okay. I was like, okay. Have you well, heard about that, Alex? Uh, no, I haven't. Huh. <clears throat> All right. I mean, Jake gets his information from secret sources. Yeah, we he gets it from <laughs> the aliens. I was going to say, sometimes his information. He'll be like, oh, okay, there was a sign from 94. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny how accurate some of those things, like um, like I'll, I'll get on Reddit a lot, you know, uh, leading up to tour announcements. Oh. And, um you know, sometimes people will will have like, well, these are like the leaked tour dates. And, right. Uh, you know, a lot of the time they're like crazy and accurate. But then like this year, this one guy had leaked them and they were they were all dead on, like exactly spot on. And I'm like, it's, it's just crazy. You know, there's probably people who are running in those kind of circles that have that inside info. And it's just like uh uh, it's kind of interesting how that stuff kind of pours out and filters out and you can, you can find some of it sometimes. That's the, that's the dude cool. that, that buys you a present and can't, can't wait for you to open it. So has to tell you about what he got you before you even open it. When I was going to say, I can't confirm anything, but I mean, because nothing can really be confirmed anymore. <laughs> but as soon as I put in lock in on Google, it does say Thursday, October 1st, 2020 through Sunday, October 4th, 2020. Huh? Dang. Well, hmm. my birthday month that's what he said <laughs> that, that jake was like it's my birthday because it's okay. right before bells I, I tell you what if if lock-ins in october i can say right now i'll be there uh you know what i'll clear the schedule yeah i i think I'm gonna <laughs> what have schedule to, yeah. I'll, yeah, exactly. I'll clear my quarantine i'll create my I'll schedule you in between the other bands that i'm not yeah. watching huh. no. well okay there's the something first, the first chance i get a live music or a festival i'm i don't care what it is and who's playing i'm going <laughs> alex are you a stream kind of a guy are you into that I do like the streams. Um, I particularly like the um, like Dead and Dead and Co. Couch Tour. I, I won't miss any of those. Like as the, like the live ones. Yeah. Um, like during the course of the tour, um, the ones that have been going on the last couple of weeks, I've caught some of them. Um, like um, me and my friend Ben watched the uh, Grateful Dead one on Friday, that um, June uh, nineteen ninety one show. That was a really cool show. But um, and then. Last week, I was on a Zoom call with with Ben and Buzz and um, a couple other people. When we watched um, we watched the show, or whatever that was, two weeks ago together. So I've been catching them here and there. It's it's rad that that's like if you think about like back in the day when tribes would get around a fire and play music, and that was their gathering place. Like the streams have been the digital fire for all of us to gather around together mm-hmm. as a, as a community. And that, that's really cool, man. That part of it is rad. Like I, I like that 
you guys are doing that and that you like the idea of it yeah i do i love the <laughs> yeah, idea you guys aren't really into it. i i have such a difficult time well, watching streams I, I watched that 91 I, when I, I went over to jake's house last night we watched the one you're just talking about a giant mm-hmm. stadium and it was really cool kind of nostalgic but that one was kind of kind of a hot mess when we were watching it like bobby forgot what city they're in he like slaps himself on the head <laughs> Jerry kept gave, giving him looks the whole show, like, where are you, Bobby? Bobby was like, hi. Mm-hmm. We, we pretty much deduced that, like, Bruce Hornsby, Bobby, like, some a couple of them, Vince, they were high as hell no, the Grateful Dead and having a hard time apple. like it, it, it was it was a it was a good show, but it was very interesting. It's always interesting to see those guys playing off of each other and the looks and Bobby's so hard on himself. With every little thing he does, that he it makes it stand out. His reactions to like, <gasps> damn it, I blew it. He's still like that. You see, like oh yeah, he, yeah, he's, he's hitting still, the mic stand. Yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> cranky, yeah. Bobby. Hitting the mic stand. Oh my god, that was. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. he's a. He likes the, everything just exactly perfect. It's just the way it is. It's that kind of world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I think. Um, and you'd think, uh, you know, Bobby's been doing it long enough to to know that it's never going to be exactly perfect. <laughs> no, but yeah, I guess you gotta you gotta reach for the stars. Uh, I that locking announcement's got me thrown for a loop. I'm I'm excited about that. Like that would be really cool if that happens, man. Like you said, if if that goes down, I think we might have to be there. I, I'm just saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Mel? I'm down. You're down? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Alex, I think we might be seeing you in October if it happens. <laughs> oh, that's a, a lot a lot to still be seen. I, I think we might. Yeah, all... I... Oh, no, go the, ahead. Uh, the big one that I'm hoping for is that when Jazz Fest happens um, next year, I'm really hoping that they can get Dead & Co. to play it and do a, do, and do a makeup because that... Um, it was... It, like, Y'all had talked to... Um, Nate had kind of gone through all the different shows and stuff. We were, yeah. I mean, we would have seen in the course of about um, 10 or 12 days. I mean, Dead & Co. once, J-Rad twice, O'Teal and Friends, um, probably Marcus, String, um, uh, Marcus King and Billy Strings, um, Anders Osborne. Um, I mean, just everybody. I mean, I had tickets to probably 10 or 12 different shows over the course of those those two weekends and yeah, but no, but, um, uh, Nate was exactly right. If you guys can make it yeah. down yeah. for a jazz fest, even when the dead aren't playing, like even, uh, last year, uh, the dead didn't play last year, but the, the, the late night dead and dead adjacent scene for those two weeks, regardless of who's headlining the festival is always just, is just crazy. Cause I mean, uh, the, the fest ends at 7 PM. So then you've got shows, in all kinds of small venues and stuff like that around New Orleans that start usually at eight or nine o'clock. And then you've got another wave that start around 11 or 12 and you've got shows at some clubs that start at one or two. So, I mean, you can really go all night and see all kinds wow. of different musicians and different sit, uh, sit-ins with people. It's, it's pretty remarkable. How fun. You guys have a really are in a great place for rich music. I mean, all kinds, we're just talking about the kind that we like, but I'm sure there's, all kinds of other st- yeah, you go catch Zydeco music at well, three in the morning. <laughs> well, then you yeah. throw in rich food, rich people, you know, yeah. other people, like everything. That's a place I, I really want to get down to. Yeah. Always have. Yeah, I think when we when we talk to Nate, 
um, he sealed the deal for us, at least as far as Mel is concerned. Well, I've always wanted to go. Yeah. Always. But you're the one that needed more coaxing. I, yeah. I, but I'm in. Let's do it. Next year. And he's going to eat some crawfish. And I'll eat some <laughs> crawfish. Can't wait to see this. <laughs> well, we're going to be uh, checking off a couple items on that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's going to be good, man. Hey, after, after this pandemic lockdown shit, I'll try anything once or twice. There we go. Fuck it. I, you only yeah, it's live like once, at this man. point, you know, we, we've gone a couple months without being able to do anything. It's like, well, why not I'll try everything? Anything. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. That's why this all happened. It was an Aaron reset. That's you're welcome, everybody. Hey, everything <laughs> go back to normal. He said, "Oh, yeah. Alex, we love you, man." Yeah, it's so it's good, good to brother. see you. Yeah. It really is, and to see how I mean, you look freaking fantastic. You look like there's nothing going on. Like we're just chilling. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I, I try my best. Yeah, man. And uh, thanks for keeping the No Simple Road family alive with us, man. You, you guys, yeah, for you, sure. you guys are. Huge integral part of what we do, and uh, it's fun to see I you guys yeah. having a good time. Yeah, yeah. It, I love you, man. Hey, I mean, we're we're we do what we can to help you guys out, but I mean, it's like you know, Buzz and Nate both said individually, like the our entire show group that we go to now is people that we met through being listeners of No Simple Road. So, so I mean, I was we, we're we were all together um, last summer in Boulder. I mean, and just you know, half the people I was standing with. I, I know just because they we all listen to your podcast, so Gosh. I think that there's a pretty good give and take from my from my point. Of view. Right on, <laughs> Thanks, dude. we appreciate you too, man. And yeah. as things get closer, we'll talk and figure out what's going on. Okay. Yep. For sure, man. All, all right, right. Alex. we'll talk to you soon. All right, you guys be safe, be well. Peace. You too, yes, you as well. And mm. it. Wow, that I don't care how many times I hear it. Mm-mm. It's the weirdest, coolest thing that that's that a we've thing. facilitated well, uh, that, that we facilitated. Yeah. Well, 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 our kind of no, we we didn't have goals. We just started this not knowing what the hell it was going to do. But like we said, it's like that old. It's like if if I can only touch one person with this thing I do. Well, we've. Apple, we've you've been touching out, people for a while. Out. We would, yeah, yeah. We, What's it all for? It's it's amazing. What. I'm not no, even going to answer all, that. I'm what's not it, even it all for? for? You t- you tell him what's it all for, Mel. I I don't know. Yeah, you do. I don't know why across the country we have a big redheaded brother and several of them <laughs> that know about us, hang out, listen to the same music we do, and we cross paths. They feel like we've known them our whole lives. Like I don't I don't Found know. Found family. It, but it's more than just family. It's like synchronicity. It's like luck. It's favor. There's a uh, lot going on in, in all of these individual meetings. Like it, it's, The universe does what the universe wants to do, and we're just living in it. Well, it's the same thing like him. It's good intention, too. If there wasn't that in this, that would have never happened. You know, We yeah. started yeah. out with just wanting to meet more people yeah. and have fun. And every single one of them genuinely wanting to support us and doing so in their own way through meeting each other, through the T-shirts, through like Chan donating, through putting us, shouting us out on their Instagram, like all of them totally giving people like at, right off the bat. Well, I think that's the, the thing about sharing things that you love with the people that you love. That yeah. That's what... Uh, that's what being kind is 
at the base of it, like if I, if something makes me happy and it makes me feel good, I want to share it with you guys. Like, Hey, check this out. This makes me feel rad. I hope it makes you feel rad too. And then that feeling Unless grows. it's my and, last piece. Well, I'll split it no. with you. I'll split it with you, man. <laughs> no, but, the, and then that thing grows and then more people and then feel it and share it. And it, the thing gets bigger and bigger and it becomes a weird, great, beautiful, wonderful community. I don't think it's community. so weird anymore. It's, I mean, it's more than just weird. It's What's more than weird? How do you, how do you express more than weird in words? Weirder. More than oh. weird squared. <laughs> well, right. because it's Just lovely it. It and and delightful and wonderful the and gorgeous. heartwarming and super rad and funky and cool and it's a lot. It's of, all those things, and yeah. it's like organic. There's no word yeah. for it because it hasn't been made up yet. You'll find out That's in a week I'm or saying. two. It weird then is somebody just will come like, up mm, with it. We'll, we'll call it the new flan flan torgen. I like torgen. Something, some torgen. Torgen. Jiggle. Jello. It's because of the torgen people. (laughs) (laughs) That's what the No Simple Road family is all about. Torgen. torgen. Heading towards the torgen. (laughs) You got torgen. With your spanky (laughs) booty. All right. We love you guys. We will see you on Wednesday with a new episode. Uh, Brent. Brent. Brent From Curation Curation Records. Records. Um, That was a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. You guys will enjoy that. And... um, we got special stuff coming in the next few weeks too. We got Mark Levy from Circles Around the Sun, and we have uh, Fretland, and a few other little surprises Hillary coming Grace. your way. I have a a big announcement, but I'm not telling you. You guys are gonna have to wait, and well, I'll then tell it's you later. a big secret. Yeah, not I have a big, big announcement. No, I have a big secret, and I'm not telling you. <laughs> so we'll see you. It may get announced. Maybe not. Yeah, maybe, maybe so. Not. We love you guys. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Smile at a stranger and wash your hands and be nice. Don't Don't forget to dance. Call your mom. Dance, 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 dance machine. tell you about the april may 2023 issue of relics magazine features a dave matthews band cover story with additional articles and interviews with the national graham nash wayne shorter alo ivan neville 
our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics. Hi, this is Henry Kay, host of the number one music history podcast, Rootsland. Come with me on a journey to Kingston, Jamaica, where we explore the world of reggae music and the untold stories of some of the genre's greatest legends. From the ghettos and tenement yards where the music was born, to the island's iconic recording studios. We are so excited to team up with Osiris Media, the leading storyteller in music. Because as you'll hear, sometimes the story is the best song.